0: I'd like to jump into our conversation this morning uh, on the idea of asking. And today, my perspective is going to be what you do when God asks you for permission to change you. Asking for permission to change. Do you know one of the most remarkable things that you'll uh, ever do in your life is agree to give consent to certain things. When you say yes at an altar, it's a consent. When you agree to something subconsciously, psychologically, spiritually, or mentally, it's a contract. And many of us have made contracts in all the wrong things, and God's had to cut those contracts off. And sometimes God invites us to make a contract or a covenant with something spiritual, supernatural, or powerful. And being able to say yes to the Lord, to surrender our will to His and allow Him consent to do things and transform things in our lives is the most wonderful thing you will experience. And one of the most powerful passages of Scripture that detail this is a little conversation that happens between John the Baptist and Jesus. So let's have a look at that and it'll set the tone for you on how that will work. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, it says this, when Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried uh, to deter him, saying, I should be baptized by you. And do you come to me? And Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill righteousness. Then John consented. Do you know, I haven't done this in a while, and I know it's super cheesy, but could we read that last sentence out together? I know you're masked and all, but could we do it together on the count of three? Just that last sentence on the count of three. One, two, three. Then John consented. Jesus asks a question, and John says, okay. I think there's something really powerful of that, about that. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went, up, uh, uh, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open. You see, when you give consent to the Lord, it opens the doors. When you say yes to something in your heart. And then the Spirit of God descended like a dove and alighted on him. And a voice from heaven said, "'This is my Son, whom I love, with him.'" I I am well pleased. I want to talk to you this morning about having faith in the for now season of your life. It's not where you'd like it to be. It's just like this for now. Jesus says to John, for now, let it be like this. You baptize me and I'll baptize you a little later but for now. Do you know, there are many things that are only for a season in our lives and we should not lose faith during the for now season in our lives. Young people so eager to get into relationships and ultimately want to move in together and ultimately want to be uh, intimate together. But you know, when you're not married for now, (laughs) see, for now just became powerful, didn't it? For now, we're not living together. For now, we're not married. So for now, we keep our boundaries. For now, because we're fulfilling all righteousness. So for now, I don't go there. But when I say the for now to the Lord, He opens the door for the relationship, for the blessing, for the marriage, for later. Sometimes you have to do a for now in order to get to a forever. Amen? Amen? I want to acknowledge the power of the for now season in my life. Things aren't all as I would like them to be, but for now. For now, you might not be able to do so much, but for now, the little you do is the faith you have. For now, you're jobless, but only for now. Don't define yourself in your for now season as your forever season. It's just for now. I know you want to be impatient, you want to grow up really quickly, and but for now, just do this. Can you say amen to that? Hey, speaking about uh, uh, people growing up really quickly, I just wanted to acknowledge uh, the, the, the uh, um, school bus load of young people who are here from Woodridge, uh, who came out from Woodridge to church this morning. I just want to, I just want to acknowledge you guys. Um, and so and so, there is this risk that uh, we lose faith in the for now period or season of our lives. And I, I, I want for us to have the confidence that uh, uh, the for now season shouldn't rattle you. Do you know how many times I've read the Bible? I mean, maybe I shouldn't confess this, but do you know how many times I've read the Bible and I wasn't feeling it? But for now, I'm just gonna keep reading it. For now, the feelings are delayed, but, but for now, I'm just going to be faithful to this for now season because God will open a door and heaven will speak and the spirit will descend like a dove and God will declare, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. But for now, but for now, you might be in a marriage situation and at the moment it's tough going, but your confidence of faith should be, for now, it's a little difficult but it's not forever. God has a forever plan that will oversee, uh, supersede your for now situation. Time and time again, we're tempted to throw our confidence away during for now times. And I wanted to encourage you today to have a confidence in a for now season. As a pastor, I stand in front of an amazing church. I'm so blessed uh, uh, for the community of people that God has put together. I do sometimes get memory pop-ups on my Facebook that say, three years ago, this was Easter, you know, four services, thousands of people, people getting baptized. I say to myself, it isn't yet like that for now, but God's forever plan will come again. You've got to push through the for now seasons. And John's, uh, Jesus says to John, John, uh, for now, to fulfill righteousness, you've got to do this. You're right. I'm going to be baptizing you. But right now, what's your right now action? What's your right now righteousness requirement? And watch how the Lord will open an incredible door if you will just step into your for now season. I wish that we would absolutely have a vision for the future, but never lose our hand, our handle on the current. Sometimes we're tempted to dream so far ahead that we forget what the next step is for now. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 6 says this, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, you see, just for now, you, you, you may have suffered grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that, the, so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. I'm not scared of the for now trial, because the for now trial is producing a forever result. Can you say amen to that? Don't be scared of it. Don't be scared of it. Stop avoiding for now <laughs> because for now is part of the story. You know, you may be in a circumstance where for now doing anything extra spiritually is just too difficult. You've got seven kids and you've got two businesses and, 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 and one, one husband because really that is enough. Um, <laughs> Amen. Everybody said amen. You can say amen to that. Some of you can't because you're sitting next to us. You've got to. It's okay to say for now. My faith for now is this, but my forever is still coming. It's still on the way. I won't lose my confidence in it. There are a couple of things that the Bible teaches us on how to have for now faith, and I want to take you through those three or four in the time we have. First of all. I can build for now faith when I realize that I can only see things partially. It's for now because it's partial. You know, I can't see the whole picture. And for that reason, I have to acknowledge that for now, it's not what I expected it. It's not what I thought it would be. And it isn't all of what I wanted it to be. But I can't see everything. The Lord can. So I trust him in the circumstance I'm in for now. I want to declare over some of you, for now, you're single. For now, you're struggling to have a child. For now, the business isn't profitable, but not forever. The for now season will end, and the next season will start, and the one who sees the beginning from the end, who is Alpha and Omega, will know how to put the pieces of the puzzle together to magnify His name in your life. Your forever (laughs) is still coming. I wish people wouldn't give up during the for now time because it's also part of the journey. Time and time again, Jesus actually used that phrase. At one time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said, why do your disciples never fast? He said, well, for now, they have me. <laughs> they don't need you fast. But there will come another time, they will need to fast. When I'm gone, but not now. I want to say, Never judge somebody because they're in their for now season. For now they may look poor to you, but there's still wealth in them. And when their forever is revealed, God will reveal the wealth in them. Never look at yourself only from the perspective of just now. Think about the big picture God has in mind. 1 Corinthians 13 says, for we see only a reflection Uh, as in a mirror, and then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, just for now, then I shall fully know, uh, be fully known, even as I am fully known. Do you know, I could never have guessed the things that God had in mind for my life. And if I had judged my life on a season, I would have missed God's supernatural plan for the future. I want to encourage you, you don't see it all. For now it hurts. You lost someone, so for now it hurts. But your for now won't be your forever. You're between things, and you're unsettled. But it's only for now. I am declaring over your life that the things that trouble you are but for a season. They are light and momentary afflictions that will reveal a much greater glory. Can you say amen to that? They're just for now. Gosh, I, I wish I had confidence in this so much sooner in my spiritual journey. Do you know how many things I thought were forever that turned out to be for now? And do you know how many things I prayed for and said, please make this forever, only to find my heavenly Father had a much greater plan. And He said no on my small plans so that he would lead me to a place where I can say yes to his supernatural plans. Let me tell you, it is more powerful for you to say yes to God than to ask God to say yes to you. (laughs) Much more powerful. I tell the story often, It's uh, if you've been around a while, you... Probably can finish the sentences um, uh, for me. Um, I I said to my friend earlier, if if I'm in a if we're in a good a humorous mood, I might tell the story. I think I'm going to tell it. Is that okay? Are we are we good? When I moved into the home I have, which was an absolute gift from God, it's just the perfect home for me. I did this description of what I wanted, and uh, uh, someone in our church. Um, uh, Andrew uh, was the estate agent. Oh, by the way, they were expecting a boy, I believe. Is that right, the P- Petersons, Nicky? Um, and, um, and I said, this is what I want. And he found the place for me. Anyway, I got an amazing thing. But when I got there, I decided I would chop out all the shrubbery and trees and bushes. They looked outdated, and I'd plant new. Recently, sitting on a back porch, I noticed that my neighbors could observe everything I was doing. If you're the neighbor, because, because they do listen, I'm sorry. Um, and I thought, well, what I need to do, I need to plant a decent tree just to block the window, you know. So I got the plan out and I got the tape measure out and I measured the yard and I calculated. I want a certain kind of tree that blocks the window, but not the sun. It had to be this kind of thing and that kind of thing. It had to be planted in a certain place. And so I started measuring out with my tape measure now based on where I knew the tree had to be. My embarrassment is that when I finished calculating, I found myself standing on a tree stump. (laughs) If you haven't caught the joke yet, it's exactly where the previous owner had planted a giant tree. I, in fact, cannot plant my tree there because the stump it's still there. And when I found a landscaper to remove the sun, it says 7,000 rand, I thought it would be cheaper to buy blinds for my neighbour. <laughs> I say all of that to say, you know, we, we think we're clever. We, cu- we cut out all the trees of, of God's truth. And then one day we find, oh wait, something's missing let me calculate in my human effort, only to find that when the calculation is finished, we find we stood exactly where the word of God had said, you should be standing a long time ago already. You can't see it, it's partial. Secondly, for now seasons are intentional. For now seasons lay foundations. When I tell young people, Don't move in together until you get married as far as possible. It's just for now. Do you know what married people will tell young people about moving in together? Let me tell you, I'm not married, but I've been in a lot of conversations. Let me tell you what married people will tell young people who are not yet married. Delay moving in together as long as possible. Let me tell you why. Because what you want to do is having laid the foundation of righteousness to move into a new season intentionally, not accidentally. You don't want to have a marriage where you're not sure what date it became a marriage. You're just not sure. You want to have a marriage where you can say, on this day, we stood at our front door And before we went in, we prayed a prayer and we said, God bless this house. Stop putting it on the wall and start putting it in your heart. If you have it on the wall, it's lovely. God, I just suddenly realized I've offended everyone who's ever bought a vinyl, it's intentional. There is an event just for Mandela Bay, but it is coming to all the cities. So Cape Town, you'll hear about it too. Um, A a gathering of churches across the cities or towns to celebrate God's grace through the pandemic. So it is for, it's taking place 2 p.m. next Sunday at the Donkin, and I've been invited to share. They asked for my photo to put on the poster. I gave them a photo. And then when I saw the poster, they had changed my title. I had become apostle, George, overnight, (laughs) overnight. (laughs) I emailed them and said, please change, please. I don't want to become an apostle by mistake. There must be a day if it comes, (laughs) but I I don't want to post it to have done it by WhatsApp by mistake, just by the way. Don't get married by mistake. Don't start a business by mistake. Get intentional. Lord, this is a new day. I dedicate this to you. I honour you in it. I want to build it on biblical principles. I want to step into it in the right way. Don't take a mess and try and turn it into a blessing. Start it out as a blessing and say, this is the way we will do it. Because for now, it's a little harder, but we fulfil righteousness. Then heaven opens, doves descend, voices come out, and you say, God's in this thing. God's in this thing. Ephesians 5 uh, says, but sexual uh, uh, sexual immorality and all uh, moral impurity, indecent, offensive behavior, or greed must not even uh, 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 be hinted at among you, as is proper among saints. For as believers, our way of life, whether in public or in private, reflects the validity of our faith. It's proper. I'm reflecting on that word proper because when when you say for now, Jesus then said to fulfill righteousness, so it's proper. You know, John, let's do this properly. Let me be baptized now because it's proper. And then I'll baptize you with the Spirit later because that's proper. Is there some kind of proper in the order of the things of our lives? Let's trust God there will be because it's for now. And then it's internal. For now seasons are internal. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse nine says, and he said to me, Jesus, God speaking to uh, Paul the apostle, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Do you know what the power of a for now season is? It puts into you, the substance of faith that you'll need for your next season. You're in a for now season in so many ways, but I want to encourage you, what's next is wonderful. God doesn't ever hold us back without the intention of launching us far further forward than we could have gone in our own strength. I boast in the Lord. God has been good to me. I have seen with my own, my own eyes things I would not have been able to see without Him. I have witnessed miracles. I have things in my life, people in my life, and a rest in my soul that I would not have had without the Lord. I am so thankful for the for now seasons when I couldn't feel Him, but I knew He was working in my heart. I want to encourage you today. It's internal. You might not witness it external for a little while, but it's coming. God's grace is sufficient for you. Finally, it's seasonal. It's seasonal. You know, a for now is only for a moment. And I'm going to keep my faith solid. Galatians 6 says, Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. It's just, it's just for now. You know, you're going through the motions in some things, but it's just for now. Your, your friends have moved out of town, you kind of feel a little lost and lonely. It's just for now. I have like a minute left and I, I so want to tell this story. So please forgive me if we go one more minute over time. Um, thankfully, Jeffreys Bay is not in a venue that's shared today. So, um, I have a pet frustration—actually, two or three of them, if I'm honest. One of them is that the sides of our freeway have started to look apocalyptic. It really, there's sort of a bumper of a car and a plastic chair on an off-ramp and thing and You know, if you wanted to shoot a movie about the end of days, this would be the place to do it. So in frustration, I, I, I mentioned it to, to a couple of people. Anyway, I, I, I drove along the freeway uh, back from Summer Strand baptizing some people the other day. Uh, at something good. And I realized something good is the holy water of PE, that, er- that area, because there were people queued up ready to get baptized from <laughs> small to, 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 to big. And they had started cleaning the freeway. I took a video, God is good. But let me tell you why I, I say that. A few months ago, I made a remark during a service. I said, I'm so tired of the street lamps being burnt down on the way to church. What I didn't know is that the person, the secretary of the person responsible for the, those lights was listening online? I got a phone call the next day from the municipality. What's wrong with the lights? I said everything. <laughs> They're on fire during the day. They don't light up at night. I don't know what's going on. They said, "We'll come look." They came and looked. They sent me an email. They said, "This will take several months, but we will do it, George." And they've already put the steel lamps in. There's a bit of action. Uh, So I thought I'd push my luck a little further with the Lord. That's a terrible phrase. I thought I'd ask the Lord for a little more. Luck is for the unsaved. I said, Lord, there is a street lamp on my street in front of my house. It's the only orange one. The rest of the street is white lights. And Jesus, my OCD, I just cannot cope. I just ask you in the name of Jesus, this light must please in Jesus' name. It must go from orange to white. Somehow in the last few weeks, I hadn't noticed until a couple of days ago. They changed it. They got there and they changed it. So, any requests you may have, come and ask me. Last week... (laughs) Actually, I'm not sure. Last week, I made the comment that my card sort of been broken into, and I rudely said, Hey, Discovery, uh, don't mess up my insurance claim. My insurance broker phoned me Monday morning. He said, What did you say? I said, Why? They said, Three of my bosses phoned me already and said, You make sure Pastor's uh, insurance claim is sorted out. They were listening. I do wonder if we're aware who's really listening that the Lord has lent his ear and is attentive to our prayers. And if you think man can make things happen, you have no idea yet how much the Lord is able to do. It's just for now. And it won't be long, and God's forever will be released into your life. Keep the faith in the for now, so that you can exalt the Lord in the forever. Can we say amen to that? Would you please stand with me as we pray? I, I thought I heard some drizzle, and if that's so, it'll be ice cream singing in the rain to today. I wanted for us to pray a prayer, um, which I'll put up onto the screen. I especially want to challenge some of the online. You know, over the last few weeks, we've had one or two spammers spamming us online with sexual stuff and all kinds of things. I want to challenge those of you who are looking for happiness in all the wrong places. You're on our chat for a reason. You're on our chat not to tell us something about love. You're on our chat so we can tell you something about love. That real love is found not in dark alleys. Real love is found in the light of the person of Jesus Christ. That's real love. And this prayer is a simple prayer of salvation. If you pray it, go to the front or to your pastor on any site at church and say, so I pray that prayer. Online, you could go to our website. Say, so I pray that prayer. There's a link. We'll give you a free Bible, a New Testament. we got them here and everywhere. And we'll invite you to an Alpha course where you can learn about the foundations of faith, all of which is free of charge. The members of our church uh, make, it possible, make it possible to do that. But I want you to start a relationship with Jesus. Things are, are rough for now, but here's your forever. This prayer. So I'm gonna pray it, and I invite you to do so also. Dear Jesus. You said in the Bible that
1: whoever hears
0: your words and believes God sent you to set me free from my debt of sin has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. I confess that I believe you and I receive salvation from my sins and new life in my soul. I now cross over from death to life. In Jesus' name, amen.